I'm Bryony Kennedy and you're listening to the Beauty, Business and Babies podcast brought to you by Adorn Cosmetics. In the last 10 years of building Adorn Cosmetics, having three children and advocating for more ethical beauty standards in the beauty industry, I've become intimately aware of what it's like to wrestle with the different areas of my life. Every fortnight, I'll share the tears and triumphs that I experienced when starting my ethical conscious beauty company, dealing with depression and caring for my children. My hope is that you'll grow to know it's okay to have imperfect days, that you are not alone in feeling like a mess, and that you'll be inspired to commit to small but bold actions each and every day. another episode of Beauty, Business and Babies brought to you by Adorn Cosmetics. I'm joined by the beautiful Michelle from The Peers Project, our producers, and today we're talking career and, oh my God, business burnout. Oh, don't remind me, Bryony. I'm having PTSD just thinking oh, about, yes. you know, the last time that this happened to me, last time I burnt out. Yes. You know, could you talk to us a little bit about, firstly, your definition of burnout? I don't know. Don't talk about baby burnout, business burnout, the whole brain. Thing. The brain burnout, COVID oh, burnout. God, look, I think burnout, and I've um, like like we all have for different reasons and for different periods of time, um, have have experienced it. And for me, I really think that burnout is not enjoying what you once did. That's what I think burnout is. I mean, unless there's been some kind of um, change, we all change, so there's that's there's that. But I think if you know that I love doing this, but this is actually a lot of effort, and I can't, I just don't even want to get out of bed for this anymore. You you're probably burnt out. Um, and I just think that this is coming from a place that. We see so much amazingness and we also see so much horrible stuff. But we're just so aware of everything going on around us that we feel that we've got to be all things to everybody. We've got to be the greatest person that's walked this earth and we've got to leave with a gold-plated tombstone that shouts out with some kind of radio how awesome we were when we've left. And... Living up to that expectation is so freaking extreme and so much. Like, who the hell do we think we are that we're that important? Like, we're all important, but not that important, okay? It's about just doing what you enjoy, but stop putting so much pressure on yourself. It's not – you don't get an award when you kick the bucket that you worked 24 hours of every day. No one at the end of the day will care. It will get forgotten. So do what makes you happy – and I, I can even now that I'm conscious and I'm aware of this, I can still find myself getting to burnout, but I'm aware of it now and it's because I've just pushed it too much. Um, I've taken on too much and I've done it at the, the detriment of relaxing because it's almost like you are lazy if you relax or do nothing. It's almost like you are not allowed to admit. It's, it's I'm so busy. Like I get we're all busy, but I don't know that that should be something to aspire to. Mm -hmm. I think it should be aspiring to sitting and having a coffee and a wine on your couch doing nothing but maybe looking at a bit of Netflix. Like I, I think that's maybe what we should be aspiring to do, like to 
to give your mind five minutes of peace. Imagine how creative um, and and how many amazing things you could think of or or just even relax and let your brain just have a moment. And you're actually so much better and so much more creative when you've given it that time. So it's not that amazing of you to be burning yourself out like I I, as I said I think we all go through it I still can feel myself getting to it but I've gotten much better at saying no to things now because I love what I do and I don't like when I've pushed myself to that point where I've started to hate what I'm doing oh everything you're saying is ringing so true Bryony but I think you know, sometimes this hustle mentality that mm. we're in, as you mentioned, this need to be busy and just never have a moment to ourselves, I feel like that often fuels it. And, and I feel like sometimes we feel a bit guilty mm. or, you know, like we should just be so busy that we like running around like a headless chook 24-7. Where do you think that hustle culture has come from and how can we progress from it look I think it's come from initially it came from a positive place of that whole you know um do what you know do the unthinkable or do what others are not prepared to do and you'll get get there and um you know there's 24 hours in a day use those hours um like I I I I think it came from a place of you know um trying to be inspirational and um you know there's been a lot of books and and speakers around you know do all these amazing things and step step outside your comfort zone and you can do it but you've got to do what others are not prepared to do and and it's not that I don't believe in all of that I do but I think that it's made everybody feel like that's what they have to do so they have to fill the 24 hours they have to well if she's you know, working 24 hours, then shit, maybe I should be staying up for two days straight without any sleep. I don't know. Maybe I've got to do the next level. Like where does the level end? Like, you you know, so I think that it's come from a good place, but it's definitely um, caused a lot of fatigue and mental health, I think, for people. Um, and I hope this notion around doing more all the time fatigues itself. I hope that people like just, I'm done with that. And I think the new status of success should be around happiness, freedom of time and, you know, spending it with those that you love and doing the things that you love. And, again, it doesn't come down to a number. It doesn't come down to your bank account, how many hours you've got in the day. It's about what you're doing with those hours and if that's important to you, what you're doing in that moment in time. Um, I, I I just feel that we're all trying to compete with feeling that we're doing more than the next person and more doesn't equal happiness and it doesn't equal success at all. I love that last sentence. I think sometimes though, you know, our, we can, our identity can get wrapped up in this idea of being, you know, busy all the time and, you know, we've got our business or we've got our job or we've got the kids and we just need to make it happen and we've got things to happen, do on the weekend, et cetera. How, you know, how can we get better at dissociating our identity from what we do every day, that job or that business or whatever it may be, or looking after the children? How can we dissociate that? And you know, it's I could, I'm literally saying this, but I'm like, it's mm. so tough. Mm. It's just so it's, tough. Yeah, how how do we do that? I think it's accepting that to some degree you, you, you are what 
is going mm. on. Like you, you know that yeah. that because you 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 accumulate what you what you want in life, and sometimes you don't. But mostly, you know, I'd like to think you you wanted those kids, and you want that partner, and and you wanted whatever career or bit, whatever it is, you've wanted it at some point. And okay, it might have become hard for whatever reason, um, but all things worth fighting for are hard. So I don't think there's anything wrong with having part part of your identity um combined with those elements but it's also very very important that yes you not disassociate but i think that you are a separate person and that you don't feel guilty about having separate interests or you know every now and then going on a girl's weekend away or um going to the movies and not taking your kids or um doing something without your partner or you know i think it's about not feeling that you're being selfish doing something for yourself that's actually selfless doing something for yourself because if you aren't nurturing yourself you can't look after those things that you are interested in that you want in life your kids your husband you're not good to anybody and it's true I know we all think oh yeah we've heard that before but it is true if you don't look after yourself you burn out and then you're no good to anybody you're not good in your job you're not able to think clearly you're not good with your children you're impatient you're you're snapping at them your husband gives you the shits for whatever or partner whoever um you know I think it's about understanding that it is actually a selfless act to do something for yourself. It's not selfish at all. Um, so I don't think that you have to disassociate, but I do think that it's about understanding when to say no to things too. I do think people take on stuff that they don't want to do because they think they should. They don't want to let people down. There is a bit of an art form to saying no. Um, and I know myself, you know, there's things that you sometimes you take on and you think, oh, why did I say I was going to go to that? I don't want to go. Like I, I'm not great at I don't. I love going out, but I'm not someone who likes to go out to lots of events and things. Like I find it quite draining and sometimes I think, oh, at the time I thought it was good, but now I just want to go home in my PJs. So, you know, it's about recognising what makes you happy, what you enjoy doing and saying no to everything else. Um, I think it's also recognising your personality. So for me, I probably am 100 miles an hour compared to most people. So for me, I enjoy stuff like I enjoy the challenge of doing things that's what gets me going like thinking of stuff and ideas and business things and 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 doing stuff with the kids and I like being I hate that word busy but it's more doing things that I'm happy with it's not being busy in in something I hate it's being busy in things I enjoy so for somebody else though my lifestyle like my sister said to me the other day I I think if I was your brain for a day I would explode. <laughs> I, I honestly do not think my body would know what to do with it. And and, <laughs> and it's true. Like it's just, yeah. And, and, and so it's about recognizing that too, our personality differences. So for me to think about sitting on a couch for a week, I find that repulsive. Like for me, not for someone else. I actually am envy, envious of those that can do that. Oh my God. I want to be able to do that, but I can't. I can't. I actually turn into an angry, nasty person. I'm not great at relaxing for too long. Um, just as much as somebody else is probably grumpy if they're doing too much. Uh, but so it's again personality type. Don't be worrying about um, thinking that you've got to do it all. Um, there are opportunity costs and sacrifices you have to make at times in your life, um, but it's also accepting that. You can't do everything. So it's having a bit of you time, 
some family, career, and maybe a bit of exercise. Or if you can't fit all of that in, there's something maybe you've got to back off seeing your friends a bit because the business idea is more important. Or again, it all comes down to your priorities. And that's the beauty of being human, isn't it? Is that all of our priorities are different. What makes us tick is different. Um, what we enjoy and what makes us happy is different. All you have to do is figure it out for yourself. And you're never, ever going to do that if you keep worrying about what other people think of you. So it, it, everything we talk about comes back to not worrying about what outside opinions are of your life. Just do what makes you happy. If you like working all day, do it. If you like spending time with your kids all day, do that. That doesn't matter if that's your identity. Often I talk to my mum about this. She's like, oh, I feel bad because I don't have a hobby. Like, it means I don't. I was, why do you need to have a hobby? Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. I just like going to the shops and having a coffee sometimes. Then that's all that matters. You know, yes, mm. I look at people and I think how awesome that you like painting or you like this or I don't know that I've even got a hobby, to be honest. Like, <laughs> yes. but, but my definition of a hobby is what I enjoy. So that is my kids. That is my mm. business. That is going to Pilates. They're my hobbies. You don't have to be reading books and making art and putting Lego pieces together or whatever the hell's going on now. It's just about you doing you and you being happy and content with it and stop feeling like you've got to justify your actions to everybody else. But if you are feeling burnt out, I'll absolutely bet it's because you're doing shit you don't want to do. It's as simple as that. That's why you're burnt out. You're doing things you don't want to do. It's just... It's, it's that, or you're doing something you love, but there's a lot of the elements in that, that you're doing, you don't love. And it may be time to outsource those things. So you love your business, you love your brand, but you're starting to hate it because you're getting no sleep and you're working all day long. So maybe it's time to give the bookkeeping to the accountant. Maybe it's time to outsource the phones to a reception. Maybe you need a customer service person. You've got to start then outsourcing the things within what you love that you don't love to other experts. So it's about employing people or bringing people into your life that know more than you do, do about that particular thing to take the stress off you. So within that ball of love, that that business idea that you've got, you can focus on the thing that you are great at. Um, and there's things in the Adorn business that I'm great at and, and, and shit at. <laughs> And that's why I have all these amazing people behind me. I couldn't do it without them. So without them. So it's really about, you know, you can have something amazing, but if you're, if you're fatigued, if you are burnt out, you're doing stuff you don't want to do, you should be saying no more or you need to start delegating a bit more from within the thing that you love so that you can come back to that, that area of passion within it. What if we feel like we're on the hamster wheel? You know, we feel like just going through the motions, seeing, taking the kids to school, getting to work or the business, getting home, starting again the next day. And we just don't really see that end in sight. Uh, we, we just can't even envisage what life would be like if we could just, you know, outsource or do the things we actually love to do. What do we do then? How do we navigate through the tough times mm. where perhaps we don't have the ability or the luxury to be able to delegate. Yeah, understand. Mm. Um, I think then it's a, it comes back to have you, if it's a business idea, have you reached the, the point that you're not happy anymore? So again, it comes back to that. I know I keep, I, I wish there was a magical formula where I said, this is when you stop or this is how you fixed it. But it, it, it's not that. It's about that whole being 
realistic and being real with yourself and always honest with yourself. It all comes back to honesty. And I think if you are that unhappy, is what you're working for as important or more important? Or is it time to have strength in knowing when to say enough's enough? Because the the side effects of you reaching or trying to achieve these goals you've set for yourself are bigger than maybe what you're going to get out of it if it works eventually. So that could be that, you know, if if you don't have a business, you maybe you're running your kids around to too many events or too many activities because maybe you feel like you missed out and you want them to have all these opportunities. If they're getting these opportunities at the detriment of you feeling ragged, the time and the moment you've got with them is probably not that great. Probably not. They probably want to go to the activities to get away from you. You know, like maybe you need to back off on the kids' activities. They're not going to define the kids. Yes, you want to give them the best life. I get it. But I draw the line with my boys. They get to do two things and that's it. You've got your whole life to explore what you want to do. I'm happy to do a couple of things that you can do outside of school, but that's it because the other times I want you to have downtime. I want them to learn that there's downtime to be had to learn to be bored. Be bored to be creative. Be bored to rest. Be bored for your own mental health. Like There is nothing more stimulating than being bored because it gets your brain relaxed and thinking and it's like deep breathing it's the same thing so if you know you're you're on that wheel and you can't get off it there's something that can be flicked off that wheel there's something that you can flick off that wheel to slow the wheel down a little bit we've all got a wheel <laughs> i mean unless you're just a multi air and you're sitting at home and you don't have to get on any wheel we've all got a wheel but how fast it's going is up to you um some people like that wheel to go fast and some don't but it's about saying no more getting rid of the things that you you could get rid of and i think it's also planning in advance so that you don't have an excuse not to do things for yourself so even if it's once every quarter you go out to the movies with a girlfriend so you've got some you've got to have something to look forward to and there are times where life is just is crappy and shitty and you do have to do things you don't want to do sometimes. It's not all, um, oh, I don't want to do it, so I'm not. It's, it's also not that attitude. There are some things we just have to do. But if it's forever and you can't see the end to it, then you need to shake up your life a bit. If it's temporary to get something done, well, you've got to suck it up and do it. So it's, again, looking at is this temporary I've just got to suck it up. I've got to get that done to get this in life or sort this out or help my kids out or do something for my husband or whatever it is. Um, it's a little bit like mowing the lawn to have a beautiful, you know, a beautiful garden. Like you don't want to do it, but it's painful, but then you get the results at the end. But if you had to do that 24 hours a day, you probably wouldn't want to do it. So it's about that. It's just putting it all into context. Um, and I, I think that's really as simple as it's not, <laughs> um, it, when you're thinking about these things. Mm. When was a time in the early days where you just felt so burnt out and you just couldn't see an end in sight? And what were some of the things you did at that time to navigate through that and kind of push past it? Oh, look, it's definitely been times where I've just, I actually just can't get out of bed today. I, yeah. I actually am so exhausted. I, and then I would get myself into, and th- th- there's been many times early on, um, and I would just 
be in tears because it was just all so overwhelming. And especially because at that point I had a lot of financial um, worries as well. So I was never able to go to bed without a worry. My life was just full of worries, but I'd accepted it because I still had, um, you know, the, 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 I suppose the goals that I had in place, but I also had the threshold of when I was going to say no. So I kind of had my boundaries in place, but it still didn't make the day to day easier because I had to go to bed worrying about money every day, um, bit of self doubt, but then also I'd get the, the moments of, nope, this is awesome. I'm doing the right thing. And it, it's, it's quite, it's, draining and then I would feel fatigued and I would get depressed and I'd have days where I wouldn't be able to get out of bed and then I'd kind of just accept it and go okay today today your body needs to just be in bed and it probably just needs to cry a bit and that's okay I used to fight those days but now I just sort of go well this is the day you just have to do that um so I allow my feelings to happen rather than bottle them up and fight them. I think that's key. If you're tired, just allow your body to tell you what it needs to because it's amazing how much quicker you are able to bounce back than when you fight it. You're just draining yourself more. And, it, you know, something that might only take a couple of days to get over might take you weeks because you've just kept pushing through. It's a little bit like going to the gym with a cold. It's pointless, um, and you shouldn't anyway at the moment. Um, but it's pointless in doing that. Your body's trying to heal, and so it needs to do that. So there's been definitely moments for me I just let the feelings happen um, and hope that they resolve. Um, if they don't, then I just give myself another couple of days. I just think, oh, okay, I need one more day to just to, to just be and see if my mind gets clear on these things when I'm feeling better. And if I'm feeling better and I'm still feeling fatigued and then I have a hard I have a hard chat to myself about what I need to stop doing to stop that from happening again from having that fatigue and that um you know that 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 those moments where I'm having a week out of my life where I'm just totally bedridden or or whatever yeah Mm. so so valuable and I think even more so these days you know I think even from working from home to you know, all of this ability to mm. be able to rest, but sometimes we actually just feel more and more exhausted, Yeah, you know? And I think it, I love what you said around listening to your body and just actually internalizing that. And that can be so tough, at least for me. And I'm mm. sure many of the amazing women listening to do, yeah. you know, we've got goals, we've got families to look after. Yeah, no and time to be tired. There's no time, Bridie. Yeah. There's never any time. I want to talk a little bit about now, The idea that when you've hit a certain goal or you've hit a certain milestone, let's just say you've been hustling or you've been pushing past for a couple of years and you feel like you've gotten to a pretty kind of great place or you feel like you're just there, you're almost there, you just got to push that little bit further. That can be, I think, that transition period, a really tough place to be in. How can we identify that perhaps things are just momentary Mm. and, you know, it won't be like this forever and that we are on the brink of something great or we are on the brink of a new chapter. How can we be okay with being in that gray area Mm. um, even when we might feel a little bit burnt out? Yeah. It's so tough, isn't Mm. it? Because the reality is you are going to sit in that, that, um, position probably time and time again throughout life whether it's you're finding a relationship monotonous your kids are monotonous the 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 the, the grind um i think that 
we all will have this challenge. And I think that's part of the solution is knowing that that's normal, um, that we all are sitting in, a, in, in times of monotony, of struggles, of being tired, and knowing that it's, it is normal. Um, I think to assume that it's not, that you're always waking up with high energy and loving life, loving everybody, um, I, it just doesn't happen. Um, I, if anyone is feeling like that 24-7 every day of the year, then I want to know what you're taking because I'll have some of it. And I think I'm a pretty positive, um, high-energy person and I definitely have days where I feel like, oh, this is just so monotonous and, God, this is so boring or I'm having a boring conversation with someone or, you know, I'd rather stick pins in my eyes. I, <laughs> daily there's something I'd rather stick my pins eyes over. It's just so I think it's accepting that that's normal and if anybody's saying to you that they just love life or making out they do, I think that's kind of a facade. I don't know that anyone's loving everything that much. So I, I, I just think you have to accept it um, and if you're not prepared to accept it, it comes back to then looking at, okay, what can I do to change it? It's just, And I know that you can't put your kids in the bin and, and um, you know, change careers automatically. I get that. But it's about what can what can I do just to lessen this time a little bit that's making me frustrated or, or feel so monotonous? You know, is there a day where I can sneak an hour to read a book or, you know, do a bit of exercise? We can all make excuses that we're busy. We are. But you just have to forego something to do what makes you happy. It's just whether you're prepared to forego things. And sometimes you can't. There are times where I can't go to Pilates for a couple of weeks and it annoys the hell out of me. It re- but I, I look at, okay, that's my, that's my sanity and that's my um, time out on a weekly basis. I love it. But, okay, I realistically, I'm going to have to get some shitty things done this week. I just have to do it. And, 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 and you just got to bite the bullet. You can't be a spoilt brat and, and be upset about everything that goes wrong because that's just life. Um I think it just comes back down to is it a moment in time, address that it is, just let yourself suck it up and, you know, understand that everybody else has got those same moments in time. If that moment becomes monumental and it's all the time, it's not a moment in time, then you just need to address it and you need to make some changes. It's really as simple as that. You've just got to be honest to yourself um, about what things you don't like doing. Mm. It can be so scary to be honest. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Was has there been a time where you just have not been that honest with yourself, mm. and you you were confronted them within with the outcome or with you know with the fact that like you know, this is the truth now, Brian? Like, this is what I have to deal with. Mm. I mean, I'm thinking of times even just in the last week that I've just been confronted with things mm. because I've just not wanted to see the truth or be honest with myself. How can we get better at being honest and? Was there a time recently or perhaps in the early days where you kind of had to get really honest? With mm, I, look, I think outcomes will show up what um, any outcome, whether it's your health, a relationship breakdown, um, the way your kids are behaving, um, what I think the outcome will always make at some point you have to be honest with yourself. You could keep denying it and keep like, making excuses but if the outcome continues to be the same 
you are lying to yourself. And so I think if you can't just, this keeps happening, you don't see those triggers and that outcome as a warning. Um, There just comes a point where, you know, it's, it's, it's insane, isn't it? Doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. So for me, there was probably um, way back when and constantly yet getting fatigued and just feeling burnt out all the time. And that was me having such ridiculous expectations of myself and my capabilities. I felt that because I could, I should. And so I was just jam-packing my day full of stuff to do and the guilt that I had if I had any time to myself was just like I, 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 I just felt such a horrible person to be reading a book or to have a bath or if I was at work I felt guilty not being with the kids if I was with them I felt guilty I wasn't doing enough work it was just I was never present I was constantly feeling I had to be all things to everyone to prove that I was capable and in the end I wasn't capable because I just burnt myself out so it's it's totally not viable to continue being like that and if the outcome doesn't speak to you I don't know what will you what you're going to wait for everything to just fall apart so Things like that, you, you just have to be honest with yourself because it's really not good for not just if, – if you can't think of yourself in, in enough high regard, think about those around you that it's impacting. Think about your kids then. Be honest about what how your behaviour – or what you're doing is impacting them or your partner or your work colleagues. If you don't care enough about yourself, maybe look at those around you, um, what your can-have-it-all attitude is doing and and you burning yourself out, what impact that's having on everyone else. If you don't care about your own health, how's that affecting everybody else? Um, And then eventually learn that it it is important that you need to be honest with yourself because, you know, for me it was definitely that burnout and that fatigue. And I, and I, I kind of said to myself, you know, actually, who the hell do you think you are that you think you're so good and so amazing that you can do all of this? Like, really? You think you're that good, do you? Like, you're not You're not some god. Like, you need to just calm down or you're going to be put in a position where you don't have a choice because you've just totally burnt yourself out and then, and then what have you got to show for it? So I was actually really rude and honest with myself, to be honest. That, that, that's just how it was. Um, and I've just been very conscious of having very honest conversations with myself now. Um, just, I, I just don't do what I don't want to do like when I I don't mean day to day there's a little day to day like we don't want to empty the dishwasher oh I don't want to cook like come on there's things you have to do um but when it comes to my time and exerting energy into something bigger than my my day-to-day activities then if I don't want to do it I just don't do it and that's it and and I am still learning to make time for some things that I enjoy. So reading books is something I really, really love, but I am still struggling to give myself the time to do that. There are there are times where I'll diarise it and I do, I do it, but just to be able to do it ad hoc, I'm still struggling with. Um, so it's a work in progress. You know, I still feel a bit guilty about reading a book. I know I shouldn't, but I do. So I like to blot it out in my diary. So then I've planned to do it. Then I don't feel so guilty because it was a plan. Mm. 
So it's all about putting it down on paper in your diary because you've diary. This is the time I'm doing it. And then I don't think you have as much guilt associated with, oh, I'm just going to go and have a quick read of a book. You feel like you're stealing moments that you shouldn't be stealing. But if it's in your diary, you kind of feel, well, I planned for this. This is what's happening. It's all planned out. Yes. I mean, I have to now do it. Especially yeah. if you've got OCD like me when oh, it comes to time <laughs> management. <laughs> Welcome to the game. Yes, yes. No, I I love that. I love it. Amazing. So I've got we've got a couple final questions. I think I'd love to talk about this idea of overwhelm versus burnout. You know, I think they're just such completely different kind of topics, and we respond to them, etc. But sometimes we can, I think we we can just kind of push them all together. Oh, I'm just so overwhelmed, therefore I'm feeling burnt out. Mm. You know. What is your definition of overwhelm and how can we get better at just appreciating overwhelm for what it is Mm. and not clumping it with burnt out, being burnt out? Yeah, I think being overwhelmed is more momentarily something you'll experience, but it could lead to Mm. burnout and that's where the confusion is. So I think that you could be overwhelmed with, a situation, maybe you're not comfortable in crowds. Um, you could be overwhelmed with the fact that all of a sudden you've got bills all at one time. Um, you could be overwhelmed. Like one thing that I struggle with is too many noises happening at one time. It, it overwhelms me It's um, and that causes anxiety for me. So um, my, my kids and my husband and most people know now that I can only handle one thing one noise at a time. It just, I can't, it overwhelms me. It actually makes me very anxious. I get tight chest. Um, So there's things that will overwhelm you and then situations that will overwhelm you. Some things are going to, they're just part of your personality and your makeup. And it's again about you addressing that around people and saying, you know what, I get really overwhelmed when too many people talk to me at one time. So I know you might think I'm actually all of a sudden this ogre, but it's actually because I can't handle the noise. There's something happening with me there. So again, it comes back to being honest and trying to avoid that situation happening um, and letting people around you that's involved in that, why you're, you're being that way. So you, you don't have to feel overwhelmed. If in business, for, for example, I used to feel overwhelmed about the finances, it's obviously something that most people do. So one of the things that I put in place for myself was never to look at my bank account or bills or anything to do with money unless it was positive, like sales, at night time. So after, say, 3 o'clock, I was not allowed to look at anything negative to do with money because realistically, what the hell are you going to do about it at that point of time, except for go to bed with no sleep because you're worried about it and you're overwhelming yourself with that. So I think it's putting things in place that help help you manage that. And for me, it's setting boundaries. So I don't look at that um, at that particular time. I have a certain sh- shut off time with work things and, um, and even in the morning, a certain time where you start turning on. So maybe you don't turn on your business mind or your career mind till nine o'clock when the kids are gone. Like don't don't answer emails in the morning. Don't. So it's about having boundaries when you're overwhelmed. I think that's what's important. When you're burnt out, it's about delegating things or saying no. But being overwhelmed, it's setting boundaries for yourself and uh, for things around you so that you don't get to that point. How can we get better at setting boundaries? Again, I think you just have to, you need to put them 
pen to paper. I think you need to diarise them. Um, you know, if you if you really need to just put in your phone three o'clock onwards, you just you black it out, or you just like what I'll do is something like kids, kids, kids from three till midnight or something. I'll just put the word kids and I'll do three till midnight. Just mean in my mind it means maybe put something positive in there. Kids are positive, but maybe put, kids with some emojis. Yes, yeah, so okay. I don't. Yes, yeah, some some happy emojis. Yeah. I don't know. Put a wine emoji yeah. in there from three till twelve. Something that you know you can look at and see that's blocked out. I don't mm. have to think about anything in there. That's, you know, and then the same, block it out in your phone diary or your, your paper diary. Does anyone have a paper diary anymore? I don't know. Um, wherever it is, block that out. So you're, you know, your brain is a very visual thing. So, and it, whatever you tell it, it will do. Um, it doesn't understand negative. It'll just, if you say, um, don't think about money, what did you just think about? Yeah. You just thought about money. Oh. Okay. So you, you, you can't tell your brain not what it can't do. It, it'll only hear what you've said around the action. So if it's, oh, don't go to the gym, you'll think about the gym. Or you, you always think about the thing. So if you're thinking to yourself, all right, well, don't look at my money after three o'clock, you're going to be probably thinking about money. So just put it in your diary, a different word, kids, or wine time, or wine down time, or bath time, or I don't know, whatever it is. So you just know, oh, it's bath time soon now. I don't have to think about anything more. I think it's very much about putting everything down on paper and holding yourself accountable to those boundaries that you've set yourself. It will take a, a while because you're going against what you've trained yourself to be, and that is to be worried all the time. You've fallen into that, I've got to be overwhelmed, I've got to be busy, I've got to be doing more, I've got to be everything to work because I'm a god, I'm amazing. So you've trained yourself to be this way for years. So it makes sense that it's probably going to take you a little while to untrain these behaviours. And I think it takes something like three weeks to really knock out some hard behaviours and then so it's 21 days to knock out some hard behaviours and then it might take you a few months to really sort of solidify the more positive behaviours. So it's it's not waking up one day and, and you, you're great. It's really, okay, no, I've got to look at my phone. It's bath time hour. That's it. That's all I'm doing. And, and holding yourself accountable to those boundaries and practising them. Practice makes perfect. Yes, it does. There we go. Well, thank you so much, Bryony. It's been so insightful and we can't wait for the next episode where we'll be diving into part three of our mini series, How to Start a Business. Exciting. Thank you for listening to the Beauty Business and Babies podcast brought to you by Adorn Cosmetics. I hope there was something in today's episode that you found relatable and made you feel less alone. As women, we're all struggling with something on the inside, but we're often too afraid to ask for help. If there was something in this episode that you think might help another woman you know, please share it with them and let me know by screenshotting this episode and tagging me on social media at Bryony A. Kennedy and at Adorn Cosmetics. If you love what Adorn Cosmetics stands for, subscribe to this podcast right now and head to adorncosmetics.com.au to become an adorner and receive special offers on all things Adorn. Thank you once again for listening and being part of my journey. I'll see you next time.